right to remain silent. You have the right to remain silent. You have the right to remain silent. You have the right to remain silent. Guys, no, maybe I take back Thank God It's Friday because I just saw now on the internet that it's a song produced by R. Kelly. Everything that is nice from that era was produced by R. Kelly, written by R. Kelly. Everything, gospel songs, uh, hip-hop songs, R&B like hooks. Everything was written by Robert the Molester Kelly. No, 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 no. Wait, no. Yeah, so I take that back. <laughs> I don't want to be not the weekend anymore. I don't want to be not canceled. the weekend. Let's just go back to it's the weekend. What are uh, you doing? Oh, hey, ho, oh, that's nice. Everybody recording. Ho, are we on? Hey, one, two, one, two. Ho, Mic check. Hey, ho, hey. <laughs> anyway, summertime. <laughs> It's coming, guys. Summertime is coming. It's coming. It's literally around the corner. And our country will be open. I'm just glad there was an abundance of music. Now that you you mentioned uh, R. Kelly, that he didn't. He's not the only one who we can single out as defining an era of yeah. music. It's like we can shut yeah, him down, yes. and there still be an abundance Woo! of other. Yes. 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 And there's still Otherwise, other people. <laughs> Otherwise, we would be hey. dirt in the dull drums. Ah, no, you can say that again. Otherwise, my whole 90s existence would be ruined. It's just forget about it. Mm. Anywho, you know, thank God we also don't depend on, you know, 90s uh, American music. <laughs> We've got ours. <laughs> so exactly. I can lean back into that. <laughs> I can go to exactly. Doc Chevelle's name. What? Oh, Jesus. <laughs> that guy was a pedophile, guys. Yo, like the lyrics of his song. I don't get it. It was just so shady. Anyway, don't quote me on that. Thank you. Are we ready uh, to start? Yeah, uh, we're good. I mean, there's Trumpies and then... What? Nahasman. What you know about that? What you know about Mahasman? What you know about that? Okay, three, two, I, I one. We're starting, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know I have a folder somewhere with all of those, uh, you know, the and many mores. Yeah. Um, obviously, I have separate folders for your top 90s artists, mm-hmm. early 2000s. And then there's the and many mores. <laughs> Um, <laughs> Who are the men and all the other Puerto people? <laughs> Who that are the so animals? So no, it's not shady. <laughs> it's like there's Why music that you hear, and then you're like, I know, I know them. And who are these <laughs> yes, guys again? Yes. You know, there's, there's oh always those God. other guys, that other group. <laughs> not that they, guys. not that they made bad music. They just made like one or two songs that became hits, and then that was it. <laughs> you know. Mm. Um, but outside of that, man. Ah, yeah. no, guys. No, it's I tough. remember it's the tough. Clips. What's tough? There's nothing tough. Come on, we've had some really great music. A along really the way. great music. Yes. No, along we've the way, some... because the world has opened up and therefore uh, we've experienced a whole lot more than 
been channeled and funneled through oh, uh, Friday God. night Why at nine o'clock. Be... <laughs> no, I'm just saying <laughs> that 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 was it. I mean, you know, growing up, I I grew up without Metro FM, for example. Mm. Mm. Right. Mm. I had Same, uh, sorry. Radio Mabatu and Radio Pop. Right. That's sorry. all I grew up on. Yes, Radio Pop was great in terms of. Um, exposure to like American music, etc., etc., and in general, like global music. Um, but when you had to get a, a taste of the rest of Africa, the rest of South Africa, mm. it was really closed off. I had to move, mm. for example. Mm. Um, you know, but mm. yeah, speak for yourself. Yes, I am. Up, doing, so, we, I am we doing exactly a, that. We grew up in an era where we could we could participate in these kind of things. We heard these kind of this kind of music all the time because of the radio stations that we were around. You know, um, yes, like you say, Metro FM was huge, 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 huge around here, and that's where you discovered a lot of music. And then the likes of YFM crept up. You know, and that just it did more than just open up the industry. It gave young artists a, a place where their music could be played freely without, you know, the politics of music. Mm. Which was really, really great. I think the YFM era, uh, we don't give enough credit to, to them. Uh, I guess because they've evolved into whatever. But they they really really jump started a lot of people's careers. Um, just specifically one show, Rap Activity Jam. Boy, you would you would hear all of the hip hop music that you wanted to hear on that show. Yeah, I remember my first experience with Digong and Kwaito, and I had never heard music like that. And I remember it was like the first times that I actually really remember coming into South Africa um, and visiting family and you know listening to Tobela 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 and it's about time to listen to boom shaka boom shaka boom shaka boom for me that was like what there's music like this and just like knowing just the culture and you know what it was like, and I remember, because like my family like came from the townships, so just being in the townships and listening to that music and how it was ingrained, and you know everybody was just about that. I'm like, yo, coming back into my country, you get so excited, like you know, once you know mm. it got onto our radio stations, and I was like, what, guys? That's such an amazing feeling to have, mm. you know. And you are right in saying it, it was ingrained in our culture. Like we had a sound that was authentically ours mm. like no one in the whole world sounded mm. like us mm. um and unfortunately that sound has died i don't know many i don't know any Kwaito artists anymore like young people who are like carrying the legacy of Kwaito forward mm. which is which which makes me sad because it's 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 something that we built for ourselves you know it's a sound that we came up with so that we could be able to express ourselves in a very unique way and yeah i guess with the opening up of the world we've adopted a lot of other sounds and i don't know quite just died 
you will not be impressed if you go into Google and you say by doing your music and the people that come up. I'll just leave it at that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but I what is it? Imagine. What is it about that though? Is it? <clears throat> is it because the standard was very high, or that we are biased to a generation? The same way some of us, like myself, I'm very biased to '90s hip hop, right? Mm. If if you want to, to give me hip hop to listen to today, mm. I am looking for an aesthetic mm. that was that is '90s, mm. right? I'm looking for for storytelling. I'm looking for bars. Yes, I'm looking for a certain conscientiousness um, fabric in terms of the beat, a certain feeling in terms of the beat. Mm. I am not looking to hear trap music, for example. You know things like that. So. When when an artist today says they are going to make quite a music because it's not mm. dead, I am going to automatically think eh, Trumpies, Alaska. I'm yeah. You understand? That. Yeah. That's what I'm going to. That's what I'm going to want to or wait to hear. And if I don't, then you know, um, yeah. But it's tough. It's tough because you don't know whether we need to let it go. And if we do let it go, what does that mean for our South African music identity, for example? Exactly. You know, when you think about the, when you think about the music about Chico made, mm. Mm. Um, it's not quite, for example. I think mm-hmm. they called it bubblegum, whatever bubble it was. Yes. Right? Um, that music is nowhere. Mm. Right. Yes, mm-hmm. it evolved. It morphed. It became sort of like quite or borrowed a lot from that. Um, yeah, Jonina doesn't classify as that as well. What's that? Jonina. Jonina was Jonina was quite though, right? Yeah, but he was, he, he was soulful. Then. He was. Yeah. He sang. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> the same he way. He gave it his own spin. Yeah, the same way. Um, John Laka at Kalawa Jasmine, for example, mm. he brought in a jazz feel to some of the quieter productions that they that they had. That they had, yeah. You know, so there was a lot of borrowing and influencing. Tebe was one of the few artists that wrote b- bars for his mm. things. You know, it was verse, chorus, verse. Yes. You know, so it's it was one of those. Music. Th- yeah. So it, there, yes, there's a lot of picking from other genres you know um but quite on its own was just its own thing mm. literally just its own thing um, i just I, I just think there's also there also wasn't any kind of succession plan you know if you look at quite artists who were big when we were coming up they are still the quite artists we we come back to you know yeah boomshaka produced lebo matosa who went on on her own and um, we all followed her because we knew her from Boomshaka, you know, and she was a great artist, you know. Trompi uh, C produced Pikiri, you know, who not only was on production, but also made music for himself. Um, Oscar broke off and did his own thing from Brothers, Brothers of Peace, you know. So I feel like there was no one who gave younger people who wanted to be in Kwaito music like that chance um, and taught them sort of the ropes because obviously we know that all music evolves we, you borrow from the, the times that you're living in you know but 
the authentic sound of Kwaito should still be around, in my opinion. But it's not. Other than uh, like this, <sighs> it's hard Actually, because I don't know. it's hard because if you follow the timelines, right? So towards the late towards the late 90s into the 2000s house started becoming a thing mm. um uh, it, it started becoming a thing maybe not on radio but it started becoming a thing at parties mm. you know you had the likes of fresh mm. um all your top djs that you know today so for example dira uh, nati all those guys were bubbling under so early to early like 2000 2001 2002 you know oskido was back to you know slightly into the house scene you still had christos mm. you know um vini glenn you mm. know so house started now taking over that mental piece of kwaito not that kwaito was dying yet but it was the movement started shifting and then of course came the hip hop right um hip hop became a thing um mm. and then house came back and then mm. hip hop slowly fell away and then kwaito was also falling away and then all of a sudden we're just flooded with house music everywhere on the radio it's just house music everywhere um and then early 10s hip hop started coming back again right you had your kulichanas you know you see the works. But, but listen to yourself how with time every genre was giving each other space to do what it needed to do not Except necessarily for not space yeah no no not space no, no, no. people it are forcing people Look, are forcing it, i don't think it's space like it's space you name, know why name a quieto because artist besides like name a quieto artist in the early 10s for example but that's what i'm saying there isn't there isn't someone that i can name there isn't because, because no one because people were not actively going for that and that's what i'm trying to get at people were not making quite though when, there were no there was no one who was making that kind of music no but there were but what i'm saying is the sound remember is guided but by the people who want to listen to it it's not that no one was making quite the music it's just that the environment didn't allow for that to happen so for example um the the early early 2000s right there was a strong underground hip hop movement so people would mm. create their own clubs to play local hip hop to have hip hop mm. performances um mm. and so forth so so now you need to ask you need to ask yourself the question was were people who loved Kwaito and were and were passionate about it doing the same thing for example no you no. know we can argue that we can we can we can debate that and that's and and that's what i'm trying to get at so when 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 the waves start pointing in certain directions when the house wave came came in is because there were a lot of house parties there was a lot of club parties that were just playing house music right now because this thing is popular everywhere as a radio dj i want people to come to my show so what am i going to do as a program manager as a music compiler whatever i'm going to continue to play house music your yfm started blowing up because of that it was quieto and then yfm started blowing up because of house music this um places mm. like soul candy saw a market and what did they do they just penetrated yfm for example eventually soul candy penetrated 5fm etc 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 um and those kind of movements that were that were being created when hip hop came around um 
all these independent artists. No one, no one was getting signed, you know. They, but they were still trying to push music. So what what would they do? There'll be places in Soweto that have hip hop. Places in Cape Town, places in Durban, Bet Center, for example. All those other places would still continue to generate crowds and to push the movement. Now, can we say the same about Kwaito? No, we can't. You know, and it's not because, because who people were giving each other space. Hip hop people were still crying that? and saying, "We're not getting played on radio. We're not getting played on radio." Even though hip hop, you you could feel that hip hop is big. You know? Look, I'm I'm talking about space in the sense that this is a cyclical thing in music. It doesn't. You don't have one genre that wins all the time. Do you understand? Because of course, new trends are gonna come in. Uh, we're going to prefer certain sounds over other sounds because they are more promoted than everything else. But it's a cyclical thing. Hip-hop at some point fell away to a point where you could hardly hear any South African artist on radio. But look at where it's at now. You know, it's come back and in a, in a huge way and in a different way because there were people who were forethinking. For they weren't sitting and 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 hoping that yeah, people will come back to thing. listening to to I their like music. Like, we're saying the same thing. Just in different. You one has got Aramet, one has got Old Spice. It's <laughs> same thing. All the spices are going into the pot <laughs> at the same time. Idiot. Stop disagreeing with me when we agree, when I... But coming from another country as well. I mean, I can't speak for the South African um, music scene. I wasn't. I wasn't. I didn't have access to the ra- to the radio stations and everything, but um, <clears throat> from my country in the 90s, I mean, listening to um, R&B and uh, hip hop, but I think more than hip hop, R&B, I mean, there are people for me that stick out, like, you know, you hear Montal Jordan, you're like, oh, this is how we do it. Ah. This is how we do it. And we turn up the Mac. We yes. turn up like for me, that was my night. We're gonna get copyright strikes just for you guys singing. <laughs> and it's going to be a shame because you guys are singing so horribly. <laughs> and now we're going to get sued because you guys started uh, to sing and just I'm kidding. I'm just joking. I'm just joking. I'm just joking. <laughs> if you want to sing with us, come out your throat, let it come out. This is the judgment free zone, okay? We won't judge you for how horrible your singing is. But it's just, it's just interesting to see, you know, the type of music that was in for different people and the type of music that like comes up first for people when you talk mm. about 90s music, you know? Mm. Absolutely. It was a beautiful era. It really was. Um, it was. I think a lot of a lot of fun was had in that time. There's these songs that play and you just get so nostalgic you know mm-hmm. and and brings that that feeling that good old feeling of oh my gosh i was at this place or this reminds me of this uncle or this reminds mm-hmm. me of this family gathering you yeah. know and i think yeah i wonder what what the next or the whatever generation these millennials are going to say or like what what their thing is gonna be that is authentically south african that is not house music that is not hip-hop music um i guess my piano or gom or these these newer sounds will be that for them no that that's a that's a passing 
it's passing. It's a fad. It's a yeah, fad. It, not a fad. It's a it's a it's a good trend, you know. I mean, Gomo mm. is a good trend. Great, great. Uh, although some of us can't dance, and I think that's the biggest thing about <laughs> uh, dance music in general is it can polarize. Although the vibe is still, you know, mm. just go for, just go with the vibe. Um, you know, because even now we can argue Gomo is dead. I don't know what it's like in KZN, but ah, I. No, just my ear just can't take it anymore, you know. <laughs> um, and I, I, I still see Ama Piano riding it out at least for another, for one more December, and then I don't know next year what we'll be listening to. I honestly don't know. The Yanos, the Yanos, the Yanos nah. will live forever. <laughs> nah. <laughs> you don't think so? No, I don't think so. We'll probably we'll probably slowly make it a circle a circle back to like house house music. Um you know, that is not too hard. Maybe a lot more vocal house. Mm. Um <clears throat> Yeah, I don't know. It's it's very tough to call here where we are sitting since we haven't been outside. Um, but yeah, I think I think ah, the piano will still stay uh, for another for another summer, and then yeah, I I don't know. Then we'll that. see. We'll see. Uh, we'll see where we go musically. On that note, but like it's I said, weekend, mm, what music has dropped for you guys? What you, what's on your guys' playlist? What's going on? It's the weekend. Yo, um, I saw your friend Casper uh, Neovest dropped a song with Zola. Um, I also saw that Aries dropped a single as well, which I thought, yay, wow, that's fantastic. Uh, oh, really? Been, yeah, I do think it's fantastic that he's dropping music. Um, I did listen to the to the track, the second half of the song was totally amazing the first yeah i don't know it wasn't it wasn't my type of aries track but the second half of that song is really dope um is it? where he yeah where the beat changes and he gets into some real bars um is it the one with ayanda g yes it's a good song like don't get was me there wrong. any it's promo around he just dropped you just decided to drop a track uh, I'm not sure what his what his intentions with the with this is. I mean, a lot of people have been saying, "Hey, he needs to drop music," and he's been saying, "Well, he'll drop music." So maybe maybe he's ready. I mean, his last release was last year. The I think it was a eight track EP that he released um, last year. So we'll see. Um, I don't think people should force Reese to release music. He should be good and ready. Because I feel like when he takes his time, he really gets the good stuff. Um, but yeah, I thought it, it was it was nice to see him pop up, you know, especially after a lot of people have been in his ear and, and all the comparisons with um, Nasty C that he's been getting mm. since, since Nasty C has, you know, gone global. But uh, he kind of, he addresses those things in the second half of the track, like I said, the way he, he just, yeah, he's out here just spitting 
bullets at people residual self image okay mm. uh, yeah i didn't i didn't see that one i wonder when he dropped it yeah i also like was very surprised when i was looking through what had been recently dropped when i found reese and it seems like none none of his uh diehards knew he was gonna drop either because like I, i tried to scroll through twitter mm. um because normally when you go to a nasty c hashtag you'll find uh, aries people there just i don't know <laughs> man these kids man I, <laughs> no leave the kids to fight it out man like, no, they, i don't um, i don't get it i don't understand why they have to do this but let them just do what they need to do i, I mean i'm liking the track zulu man like uh, it's 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 for me it's very classic um it's classic nasty people say nasty c is falling off i don't i I don't want to give one first of all I don't want to get into that uh, conversation because mm. I know there's a lot of trolling on social media so I'd rather yeah. listen to the music that I like right as opposed yeah, to absolutely. want to hear what little kids have to say um mm. you know because we see it with AKA and Casper we see it with, I mean come on man just listen to what you like that's it and support what you like go buy the music yeah. go do what you need yeah. to do you know um and then those kind of things i really i really i really i'm i'm digging the the flow of the album as it's being constructed for us which is i hate i hate this concept of putting up a pre-order album and then releasing one single every other you know like mm-hmm. you, you put you'll put your album up for pre-order blank mm-hmm. out 90% of the tracks the album is only going to drop in november and then every other month you're just adding a track to the i mean Man, just mm. put out the album. Clearly, it's finished. What's the problem? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, can we consume it and keep it moving? You know what I mean? Like, why must you now prolong this process? But I guess people are playing the, the streaming game now. Yeah, and that's the thing. It, that's how music has changed. You know, it's yeah. not like Khale where you would release all of your music at the same time. Now yeah. people are, are playing the long game because they want those numbers. They want people to go back. Um, and stream the albums or the singles rather they want them to stream the singles and i guess what they want is that if people are streaming the singles they would go back and listen to like the older music that the artist has you know while they wait for the album to drop yeah but i know it's a waste of time i also don't like this whole one track one track one track situation I wait for the full album. Well, I, on the other end of the spectrum, have been uh, listening to some Jamaican honeys. So yes. I have to give a shout out to the honeys because, I mean, you know, even though there's just abysmal stuff happening during Women's Month, but I mean, it's Women's Month is August. I'm going to give a shout out to the honeys. Um, mm. Two amazing, amazing artists uh, from Jamaica. Uh, one from Kingston, Jamaica, and the other one from Manchester Parish in Jamaica. You've got Savannah and uh, Lila Ike. Um, Lila guys, you need to, gotta go check them out. Reggae artists. Yeah. Wow. Music, wow. Um, visuals, wow. Styling, wow. I mean, talk about, like, Jamaica needs to be proud. Like, they should be very proud that they've got those two young ladies. Um, so, yeah. Um, go and check them out. You will not regret it. So dope. 
And then, um, you know, I have to talk about Sampa the Great as well, not Sampa the Dude, Sampa the Woman. <laughs> um, you know, she's Zambian, raised in Botswana, yeah. but currently living in Australia. Super dope music. First time I heard one of her tracks was in I May Destroy You. And I was like, wow, who's this, who's this, who's this, honey? And I went, I, you know, Shazammed. I saw her stuff and I'm like, yeah, no, this girl, she's actually doing the things. Uh, you know, she's, she's, she does hip hop and pop music, but really, really, really good artistry. Really good visuals as well, styling. Um, and, you know, it's, it's amazing to see because, you know, you see people like Beyonce and them when they do, you know, um, you know, videos in Africa, or like you're used to seeing all the other like narratives of you know Africa. But when you see other mm. people and you know their perspective and how they portray the African styling and all of that, like it's it's super dope and to see just like the, the particular kind of voices that come out of that and you know you know how they're trying to push their cultures and you know their language and stuff where it's not all like one thing and. Um, but like, I appreciate the difference and no, like the girls are actually doing their thing. You guys need to check out Sam for the Great. She's really, really doing some good stuff out there. Um, and the other one is TK Maiza, Zimbabwean born girl, Adelaide, yes. Australia rapper, um, into hip hop, synth pop, dance pop, electronic, uh, just released her EP. Um, last year was weird, volume two. Um, like one of her videos is shook, really dope. It's got some like, you know, her visuals have got like a TLC, Missy, Elliot kind of vibe. Um, I see a lot of the ladies now retracting back to the, like the 90s kind of visuals mm. and paying homage yeah. to, you know, the Missy Elliot's and the TLC's and people like that. That's really, really dope. Um, but yeah, yeah, you need to check her out. She's dope, super dope as well. Um, you know, and these are not like, you know, these are people that have been doing their music thing and, you know, are now like just on the scene and people like really like kind of recognizing who they are. Um, so I'm sorry that I'm jumping onto them late, but you know, I'm here nonetheless and I've gone back and seen, well, listened to, you know, music from their heydays and everything, but man, incredible, incredible artists. So yeah, there's some new people to check out. While you're still on Zim, uh, I had a taste of some coochie cola. Yeah, I know. Uh, there's a girl by the name of coochie cola. Um, yeah, like R&B-ish kind of music. Mm -hmm. um, very dope out, out from Zim. I think she's here though in the country. Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. uh, there's also Fila Lala. Uh, album called Fila Philosophy. <laughs> These kids, man. <laughs> and their creativeness <laughs> when they <laughs> play with their words <laughs> hey when they play with them tongue twisters here um, yeah just feel la 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 yeah philosophy okay there we go i'm gonna check out yeah r&b amen these, these kids man and the r&b they're really doing things no they're there. really doing <clears throat> things digging into their emotions but they're young how where do they get this, this <laughs> <laughs> the oh music yes. industry and makes life you experiences. grow. <laughs> hey man, I'm sure when it I was their experience. age, man, I was still playing outside, man. <laughs> exactly, these you kids know? are not kids anymore. They're adults. Hey. By the time they reach twelve, they are adults. The music oh, industry they've been will through the bows, man. Talk about been. breakups and been. Yo, 
<laughs> Yo, how it feels to be left alone <laughs> in a cold, cold world. They will I mean, expound on these things. <laughs> it's crazy. Um, um, yeah, so that's Kuchi Cola. Ginger Chill dropped an EP from Porch with Love. Absolutely. Oh, I don't even know where to start. I think that's my pick of the week um, for this week. Ginger Chill. Um, man, from the flow, Ginger Chill's flow has always been like up there. Yeah. Like he's got a nice cadence. He's got a nice... A, a, a nice flow when he's when he's uh, when he's rhyming. Um, who else? Who else dropped? Vic Mensa dropped the V tape. Also some dope hip hop. Um, mm. He takes a jab at Kanye West somewhere in there. He says, "I ain't talked to Ye since he became a Christian." Wow, deep. <laughs> yeah, because like there was a I got a think he signed to Good Music or something, and then it's one of those Kanye artists that were just left hanging you know um also chicago mc i think he signed to rock nation now something like that um mm. who else caught my eye uh, there's a swati boy uh, s tone uh, yeah if you want some easy easy listening he's got some piano some afro pop you know just some easy like i'm sure you can play the album back to back on like a road trip or like background music it's very very mellow very very nice uh very nice music um yeah that's those are like my picks and of course nas nas is king's disease king's uh, disease yo man um hey did you see buster rhymes released the track yo i had it on repeat this morning seriously <laughs> Yo. Yes. But when then I just stop myself because I'm album. still indoors. Ish. No, some of these songs, man. Ah, Basta, bra. Basta goes reggaeton. He goes, he goes listen, deep. He's got that Basta voice. And that's hey, the thing man. about Basta. I feel like you can put him on any type of track, and he will ride that Anything. sweet spot R&D, of that track, man. And. Listen, and I'm sure Kwaito he does do. He do <laughs> Come on, he would not do bad on a Kwaito beat, bro. Yay! I'm actually really glad that he's that he's actually releasing music. It's been yeah. a while. It's been a yeah, while. But sometimes you mustn't you mustn't force these things, man, because you can yeah, go hit absolutely. or miss. Because we saw it with Nas the last project, the previous, I, yeah, that Kanye West project that he did. Uh, I mean, I only listened to one track of that whole. That I mean, it's, an, it's a small EP. It's like also eight, eight or nine tracks or whatever. It yeah. Is. Yeah, I mean, you mustn't force, man. You mustn't force. Yeah. <laughs> no, and then and then wait still after that. Wait some more. Yeah, wait some more. Wait some more. I feel like at at this at this at this stage in your career. Um, you can mold the type of things you want to say. Like you don't, you don't have to mm. freestyle all the time. You know, you don't mm. have to at this stage. Of the dome. You can, of you dome, often, you know, yeah. going to studio and just start rapping bars. No, relax. You know, fine tune it. Because um, mm. even now, if you listen to, because it had to happen. Because you know, um, I'm sure Beyonce was like to to Habi. Hey Habi, 
you know, Nasir is dropping an album, and then Habi had to go in studio with Pharrell, and then they dropped Entrepreneur. But Beyonce only knows Sile. Oh my it's god, not fair, oh guys. my god. It's not oh, fair. Oh Jesus. Yo, 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 yo. Hey, you can let it nose cut, okay? Alright? You can't can't do anything, Jay. Just. No, some, of course The cutters have to drop something. When Nas <laughs> releases, I mean, when Nas breathes, they have to yeah. breathe. It's like, no, guys. Yes. <laughs> I mean, Give other children how, a chance. How would you feel when, when, after you've been ethered? They weren't even together. Almost. It doesn't <laughs> yeah. matter. Hey, Beyonce, who went to Bonnie Pinella? And I'm sure Beyonce was a Nas was a Nas She was a Nas fan. She was a Nas fan. I was rooting for Nas during that time. Who beats him? Who convinced her husband? Heaven. Yo. Yo, we. It's fine. Guys, I just uh, I just got a text message from Never In Your Life. Hey, what's that now? So, Is that an app? <laughs> no, it's not an app. So, you know, I don't know if anybody else does this, but, you know, I do it. Where I say, you know, people's numbers in that way so that, you know, I know. <laughs> <laughs> what am I doing? What am I doing? What am I doing? I don't miss that an answer. <laughs> because I know. You know, I did, I did that one time. Then I, had, I had two question marks. <laughs> Because I didn't recognize the number and I didn't answer the call. So I saved it as question mark, question mark, And then mm. I forgot about it. Hey, man. Ah, it's like maybe a year later. Man, I keep getting... Then I get a phone call from question mark, question mark. I'm like, ah, you see? I should have done my research. Uh-uh. Hey, but guys, I don't mess rough, around. I, I, I don't mess around. I do I have categories. Um, I literally can show you my phone. I will have don't answer. Heck no. Yes. Never in your Hell life. No. It's a no mm. from me. <laughs> yes, it's oh a no Lord. from me. <laughs> X. <laughs> uh-uh. oh I, I don't mess around. No, but, but I mean, sometimes if you don't do that, then people take advantage, man. Or a nice person who will put a number of people. Table, no, you have like 59 tables in your phone. Mm-hmm. And yeah, no. Half of Just them are your numbers. family. Half of them are your family. Then the next thing will never, never, ever, ever. Don't you ever answer. <laughs> <laughs> you look at it, you're like, oh, it's my cousin. No, 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 no. No, that's the wrong human being. I also do that on my phone. There are people who I've, I've literally like, it's, do not answer. <laughs> and then I have, you know, because, you know, you've got the aromat situations as well. So I'll have Tinder Chris. Blind date, Jabu. Yes. <laughs> Johannes speed date. You keep Woody those numbers. Bry, Simba not yet to Huru. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Ooh, I have to keep the Lord. numbers because these niggas are always like, you know, blowing up someone's phone and I don't want to answer. I have to keep the numbers because then I answer by mistake and then I'm like, oh, no. I shouldn't have. No, I should I, not have. Me, me, I have an OCD where I must, I use like full names, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and if you're in my phone and I happen to do, and happen to go through like spring cleaning season and you don't have a same <laughs> name, I delete. Sorry. I, that, that, there's no point. 
Why are I can't you be, like, I, I, like I know I've got 94 contacts right now. Uh, That's it. Uh. I don't. Yeah. Let's they keep all track. have the names. They all have same names. They all have wow. businesses. Wow. They work. <laughs> they have at least two numbers and an email. That's, that's how I keep my contact list in check. Otherwise, if you are dwindling in some of those areas, oh, ah, how do they forget. work? Forget about it. For, forget, yeah. Delete. If you need me, you'll call me. I, clearly, I have no use for you in my life. You're right. Oh my like gosh. Throat, don't they? Uh-uh. So now, uh-huh. what if, what if, what if you meet Mukele Mo, Okufa Namba, and her name? How na say name? because you know it was a night out. Yeah. yeah, that's why every month just spring clean, go through it. If you really don't have an edge to call that person, delete. Or to ever talk to that person, delete. Wow. Delete, Woo. delete, delete. It's Lord. wasting oh, data on my phone. wasting uh, storage on my phone. Mm. Yes. <laughs> Not even, guys. <laughs> but like, I'm interested to know from Khoto, you know, because like, you know, he's a dude. <laughs> <laughs> Moving right and along. We are not uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. We wanna know. No, I wanna know because I wanna know. Like, so when you when you meet a honey, because I don't have that. I, I don't know if other women have that, but I don't have that where you know, women save guys' numbers as you know, long legs, tight butt, six pack, dreamy eyes. Like, because no, I, I mean, I've seen guys who save numbers name. like that. Your name. And you're like, oh, okay. This ah, is names, dodge. names, 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 names. Names. Imagine naming someone by their features. You're going to forget. <laughs> Which long legs is it? Which long you legs know what I mean? Because <laughs> yeah, because I have a type, yeah, uh. and my type is the same across the board. Now imagine me naming <laughs> by my type. Now I want to be like, Lo- which type is this? Long, long legs scented. Long know, legs pitoned. But now I long mean, legs ah, town. Long you legs. Be, you're going to forget. <laughs> Ning Ning, she, uh, she's on the phone and you'll be like, hey, long legs, how? Wow. And she's asking who's long legs. You say no. I don't have long legs. What you talking? Dig yourself What you talking? What you For say? no reason. <laughs> uh, can we be on a first name basis? If we can't, then uh, uh, keep it's it not going to work. Mm. That's my other thing. Why do people use um, like nicknames on Tinder? I never understood that. What must you use? Yeah. Eh? What must you use? Uh, your name. Oh, what's wrong with using a nickname? No, but like... Who are you? I don't know you. Who the fuck are you? <laughs> exactly. I don't know you. Uh, but isn't that the whole point of the platform? No, what or, I'm saying maybe is... Maybe mm. I don't know how to use it then. Mm. Maybe how to... You need Not to that I use it, text. but I'm just saying. <laughs> I don't know. Like, what is the point? You are busy there. Honey dips. I mean... <laughs> <laughs> like, okay. <laughs> Honey dips into what? Oh, now we must be there. I have to formulate a joke that has to do with honey. You know, ish. I think about rainbows and honey pots, and now I must be like, okay, let me let me enter there. Ah, come on, man. Ish. You know, you want to put know, your name there. You know, my so problem we can is, greet each other properly. You no, know, my problem with nicknames is, um, or what do you call? It? Like, what do you? It's not an and and. What an alias, right? I don't know what you'd yeah. call it, but mm. like my problem with those type of nicknames is that they're not for real nicknames. So it's not like, you know, saying, oh, you know, Zavi or, you know, Nals or Nalza or whatever. It's, man, it's all the way, like over Far the left. cliff, you know? So it's like, you have sexy boobs, 363. It's like, what? 
Why? Because in my Why mind, tell us when I'm going it's to not speak mix to it, you, man. It's not mix I'm it. going to speak to Sexy Boogs 363. And I want you to be Sexy Boogs 363. In my yeah. mind, that's who you are now. I can't even that's take you seriously. Thing. I can't take you seriously. No, I can't take you seriously. Because now that's, that's very subjective, you know. It's yeah. a very Why? it's a very subjective name because not all not everything is sexy to everyone's eyes, you know. <laughs> so you have way. to you have to be careful. To me. Yo. But it is. Am I lying? <laughs> Am I? You can't say cute face uh, one one two. I mean that's subjective. So like. <laughs> We all have a vision of what is what is a cute face. But if if you're not if you don't like cute face one one six swipe left. Okay. No, I'm just saying. Okay. She'll be cute to someone else, but who? Just say the Finished. I mean, there. Now we can start talking. A cute face one one six. Like, come on, man. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Well, that kind of brings me on to my next topic before we get back into the music. Um, you know, this, this, this phenomenon of, uh, you know, thirst trapping and thotting and, uh, how people have images on Instagram, um, or mm. Twitter or whatever. And your image, sir, ma'am, and the caption, it's not, it's not colliding. It's not on the same page. Like what, your image and your caption. So you have like people like, you know, where you know always sees your backside or you know they have that famous like twitter pose where you know you like squatting i don't know that that the, the squatting one or whatever oh, and you like squatting thing is so you, ridiculous i don't understand how people have normalized that man you're in those tights you're in this bra thing whatever and then you're going to be like black lives matter um, <laughs> what <laughs> okay <laughs> But they do, man. <laughs> no, but now your image is not. I'm not thinking Black Lives when I'm thinking I'm, when I'm looking at you. I'm thinking, hmm. Okay. But is it is is that okay? Maybe. I hope I hope I, hope I won't be controversial, right? <laughs> so. Be controversial. Uh, like lately, you'll get these. Um, um, clickbait kind of type yeah right? yeah um, yeah but they're baiting you to actual real things mm. that you need to be mm. conscious of mm. no no and then the last one i saw um what, i can't remember what the title was but it was something fun and sexy right and then there was another one where the clickbait title had to do with meg the stallion or something you know mm. it had a lot of hits right but when you go on to, when you click the video, she starts talking. She says, thanks for, now that I have your attention, you guys need to go vote, blah, 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 blah. And, you know, and then mm. she went on talking about serious things. Um, I don't know how you can uh, intermingle the two, but I feel like sometimes it's, 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 it's yeah, I don't know. It's, it's, it's the world we live in right now where we have to now, like, have to discern and have to constantly be pushing past certain things. Um, and don't forget, attention yo, yeah. is at an all-time high right now. It's, it's yeah. a commodity, actually. Yeah. Yep. Uh, it's attention has been monetized. Yeah. Um, Sensationalism monet- is huge. 
huge, huge. But yeah, no, I just uh, like you know, I was seeing a lot of things this this, this week. Um, you know, not intentionally so, but because it's just there, and you're just like, wow, actually, like wow. what I don't <laughs> understand because there's no integration between your image and you know the content, and you know then the captions and whatever. It's like your clickbait. Your, mm. your clickbait. No, but people are just like looking for likes. They're yeah. looking for the likes and the likes and the likes and the and the followers, you mm. know. Um, and I think that is such a clickbait. Everybody's trying to be an influencer. Thing. Everybody's trying to be uh, somewhat of an influencer and a YouTuber. Uh, and a YouTube sensation. Yeah, YouTube sensation. Can we just go back to being normal, guys? Like, what happened to that? Yeah. Why? Why must everything be? Uh, I know we live in a consumerism culture, you know, where you have to sell your soul. But do we really have to? We don't have to. We can choose a different way. We don't have to be cloud chasing, thoughting, none of that. Like, I mean, the fact that we even have these terms is proof in itself that we are living in a, in a time where everything is on the internet. Mm. Yeah, mm. which had which had me thinking because the 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 what I would have thought the point of these uh, community style platforms was to and and make the world bigger, but all it's done is isolate a lot of people. Yeah, and what mm. you've seen is all these isolated people who are at home and all they have is their phone and mm. a little bit of data. Mm. Mm. The, the only way they can see get that kind of attention mm. you know is going on so uh, on these platforms and trolling mm. right because you're gonna say something wild yeah you know um you're gonna get a like and maybe a comment mm. that thing starts feeding you to say oh someone someone saw yeah mm, someone yeah. saw what i said yeah. and then you're gonna continue doing it maybe two or three people continue to see what and then maybe someone else who thinks like you do or is in the same space that you are you know now you're going back and forth with the same circle of friends mm. and no one is you know the bigger the, the bigger platform is not even engaging you but you keep wanting to troll you keep wanting yeah. to say nonsense yeah in search for that um for that feeling of oh someone saw what i did or yeah. someone you know um, which is why, and I saw, I saw Megan the Stallion went on Instagram live, and she's just swearing at everybody. And I'm like, <laughs> okay, like, what's the point, fam? Like, you don't know these people. Why? Why? She's telling people, you guys don't even know. You know, I got shot, and I was trying to save the nigga, and blah blah blah. She's I'm like, like no, you don't owe us an explanation. Like, it's like, cool. Don't. Like, it's like, okay. It's <laughs> It's the same thing, okay. right? It's the, the whole yeah, entanglement fine. situation where it was like they really could have done without Red Table talk. Like they didn't need to go on Red Table and, you know, explain their marriage and their situation to us. No. But, you know, it's exactly that whole thing where it's just like, no, like, you, you, we are not entitled to your lives. Your marriage is your marriage and whatever yeah, it is that you And stop trying to force business. it down Don't our throats. Don't force it down our throats. Like, yeah. And then behave. Yeah. And then the, then the thing with these, with these people is that then you be, turn around and you behave like no and then you shout at us and then it's all just like no i can't live my life for you guys but you are the one who brought us in yes you brought us in we were living our lives and then does anybody know where shade is right now no, no one knows no one no. knows no. no i'm sad inside you know, you know what i mean <laughs> it's okay 
it's alright. She must live her life. You know, she's living. She's living yeah, her life. She's, she's living. Every and now and then, I would think, oh, she's release. You know, <laughs> but she's just doing her damn thing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. She's got a life. Yeah. Outside of, we don't know if she's married. Who she's married to? We don't no. know her children. We don't even know how old she is. We know nothing. No. We don't even know what nationality. We don't Shade know nothing. Shade is still pretty to me. It's you fine. Mean? That's the last. Shade time. is Shade. She hey. will forever be Shade. Hey. Finish and clap. Hey. Yeah, no. But it's it's sad that currency has become that like the the way yeah. we maneuver the world has become that that um, attention. The way we pay for or the way we justify our lives is you know paying through um, attention, mm. the, the mm. number of likes, the mm. number of subscribers. Uh, please don't like, don't forget to like and subscribe also here. <laughs> like and, and subscribe. subscribe while you're at it. <laughs> you know, and comment. And YouTube as well. They do this annoying thing, okay? Where they like comment below before the video has even started, before we even know what you're on about. They're like, okay, guys, please, please guys, like don't and forget subscribe to like and comment. Uh, please co co yeah, comment I don't on know what? what am I commenting on. What are we commenting Ooh. on? <laughs> <laughs> you, By the time the video is over, I'm on to the next one, fam. Like. But when they really you wait for the video to finish. Yeah. <laughs> ah, dude. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, 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 no. If I'm there and the first thing you want to tell me is comment. To comment in the comment section about something I have no idea you're gonna say. I'm out. You've Click lost the notification me. I'm out, guys. And then while oh, you're still on God. there, please follow us on Instagram. Please follow us on Twitter. Please follow. You know, no, it's like this no, whole no, manual no. before you even. I'm like just like, dude. Yo. Yeah, and it's Yo. so awkward. I mean, for me, it's, it's so awkward when our South African brothers and sisters do it. Like, it's like, guys, yeah. stop. Like, relax. <laughs> the market is not that big. It's it's not like, no, no, it's not, not in our country. Do, do your not, thing. Do your thing. If yes. people like it, they will like it. They will it, like it, you know? exactly. If they don't, ah, If they don't, ah, It's okay, man. Hey. You know? We live in interesting times and and I love how they, they like to call that part of the video housekeeping. <laughs> now that all the housekeeping is done, then they want to get into whatever topic that I'm like, what? So really? that's, that's part of the admin now. So, yeah, so you wasted admin. two minutes of my life telling me the same thing over and over. Yeah. Mm. Ah, mm. Guys, just just mm -hmm. get, get to the point. Yeah. Yeah. Get to the point. Even your whole 45 minute video is not even to the point. The whole time, after 45 minutes. All over the show. Guys, what was, what was the point of. Because you go, and you know what kills me? Like, Ow. hey, no shade to the South African YouTubers. Guys, please, no, no shade. But I'm just saying, some of you, like what kills me is like when you when you want to take us on a tour of some case and you're trying to show us this place and whatever, or you know, you go to a restaurant or whatever, and then you're like, but the whole time we're just seeing you. The way you're yes. dressed, mm. whatever. The place. We don't know the menu. We don't know what the vibe is there. Nothing. We know nothing about that actual place. We know nothing about the different type of foods that they. So like, you haven't told me anything about the restaurant. You haven't told me anything about the scene that you're supposed to be covering. I'm just, it's just you, and I'm just like, but this person has said nothing, guys. They just, yeah. Yes. Now they're eating the food that they ordered, but like, they actually really haven't taught me something, any, <laughs> like anything new. I'm just like, oh, that was awkward. I just spent 45 minutes of my life. I like it's how crazy. you guys watch these videos to the end. No, oh, we, must we must watch. We must watch. It adds to their statistics, Moose. Yeah. No, 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 the worst thing the yeah. worst thing you can do is have like have a have a hundred views, but none of the views went. Let's say you have a ten minute video, none of the 
uh, and your average duration of of viewing is like two minutes yeah yeah (laughs) Yeah, i mean it was the point of having a 10 minute video (laughs) like it was watched to the end guys support support local Uh, and I mean, I also I don't have a I choice can't. because I have family who love those things and they wrote me into them. And you know, not only that, I have a mother who loves YouTube videos. She loves YouTubers. <laughs> it's the most painful, excruciating thing. And she's just like, dude, come see this, come see this. like, no, mom, no. And you're like, no, mom, no, why? My mom can tell you about YouTubers. And she's like, dude, why? <laughs> it's crazy. You're... But yeah, anyway. Interesting, interesting. Yeah, like we said before, like and subscribe, <laughs> and comment. Uh, no, don't please, <laughs> comment. <laughs> comment. It's a free country. Do Click as the you notification bell so you guys like. are notified. Okay, it's, it's okay. It's You're whatever, right. man. It is whatever, literally. <laughs> hey, uh, speaking of whatever's, um, is now our brother, aka, turning into the Kanye of our country? What is happening with his runs of I am the greatest SA hip hop artist? But is he not? I don't know. We must debate. Is he not? Guys, I'm just like, you no. know, I'm gonna be like, La Didi Mala, cricket. No, I'm gonna be like, is he not? No, I'm gonna be like, he's not. And I'm gonna be like, fam. So it means either he's about to stop, he's gonna drop something, and that's the reason yes. why he's doing what he's doing, because he's about yeah. to drop something. No, or, it's not that. It's because drop, the Casper okay. dropped the song. That's why. So he had to go on Twitter to become Look, sensational. Ne? It's I mean, neither just, here nor I, yeah, there. Like, really rant, like, but that's the thing. Rant all you want, ne? but now when you're starting off greatest hip-hop artist in SA. Yes. Uh, dead or alive. Is he not? <laughs> there, are people, there are people who can eat him alive just by breathing in his direction. Is, name, name them. Is he not? Stogie T lyrically can beat the crap out of AKA. But lyric, um, lyr, l- lyrical prowess is also subjective. And it doesn't sell records. Wasn't one of Is he talking about like a stab an artist? Well. He's saying he's the he greatest, greatest of all time. Hip-hop. Hip-hop. Exactly. Yes. The greatest hip-hop artist of all time Producer is yes. all-inclusive. You can't, you, can't, you can't tell me it only has to do with your album sales. That does not make the greatest anything of any time. Why? No, no, I'm not saying it's only album sales. I'm just saying. Yeah. I got your name, Stogie T. Yes. yes. Stogie T, one of the greatest lyricists of... It's Absolutely, he's a great Jay. hip-hop artist. Right. What else, that, what else does what else does he have? Okay, what else does Stogie what else does Stogie bring to the table? Stogie has had international acclaim before these little kids even knew what international acclaim was. Stogie has been making a whole bunch of money way before these little kids knew the blueprint of how to make money with hip-hop. Okay. So if you are talking about someone who is a great artist, it is someone who yes. pioneered so many things that they had to take what he has done and follow his blueprint and do it in a in a way that was right for them. Okay, okay, keep keep going, keep going. I, I, you must argue. Keep, must. keep going to what? I I was finishing club. He's not the greatest. <laughs> AK is not the greatest. He, he can think he is. But he's really not. What am I arguing for? AKA. But you're saying there's no argument to be made. He's not. 
He's not. I, I what must I say? Oh, there's 100 million album sales and 50 million streams. And what? That, 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 that. No, no. No, the question we need to be asking is what constitutes greatness? Because so long as we don't answer what constitutes greatness, like for example, the Hall of Fame, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, let me take a subject that, <laughs> that uh, sports Hall of Fames. Mm. Yeah. Right. Mm. They will look at a number of factors. Mm. Right. Yes. They will look at obviously your career. Mm. Were yes. you at the pinnacle mm. during your career? Mm. Were you leading yeah. for large amounts of time? Mm. Were you also a model human being, mm. for example? Mm-hmm. You know. So because now Lance Armstrong, Lance Armstrong can't go to the Hall of Fame of anything. Mm. Right. Any, uh, uh, no. Regardless of his, you know, Marion Jones can't go to the Hall of Fame for anything. Yeah. Right. Mm. All those people because they then desecrated their names mm. for doing untoward things. Mm. So now, when we come to Michael music, Jordan, what, what, what? Yeah, Michael Jordan, for example. Mm. Michael Jordan was greatest over his entire span, mm. influenced culture, culture influenced hip hop, blah 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 blah. Yeah. blah. Right. Now, when we take music. Mm. What then constitutes great? Mm. Leave the genre. Mm. Let's just mm. focus. What what then would constitute a great artist? Mm. Can can we name genreless? Ne? Can we name mm. a great artist? For example, I'd say Miriam Makeba. For example, right? yeah, yes. Um, I'd say Hugh Masike. Mm-hmm. Fela Kuti. Right. Fela Kuti for me. Now we need to look at okay if we. If it's consensus that we view those people as being great artists, mm. what attributes do they have that then, you know, makes that a great artist? They had great music. They were great human beings. They, Influence they, they transcended mm. time and era, mm. right? Yeah. They, they were pioneers. They, they, I think yeah. first and foremost, they were pioneers. They went Spoken out on society. a limb that no one was going to go on. And they made it work you know what i'm saying to such but, a degree yeah. that other people use them as a bar right so now okay hold on hold on hold on first and foremost okay pioneer right now aka can we argue that he was a pioneer of what i can argue of that he what? was a pioneer of hip-hop when hip-hop was in the dull drums you know when help when hip-hop hit a lull Late 2000s, early 2010s, mm. AKA was on the rise, released, uh, dropped his album, you know, and he's been consistent ever since in terms of music, in terms of radio play, in terms of club. So when I say pioneer, I'm talking about in terms of the, the resurgence in the last 10 years of hip hop music to where it is today. <clears throat> Does he have an argument there? No. <laughs> no, she's just in her fields. She's just in her fields. No, guys, let's take our prejudices outside. I don't no, like his music. A, look, I, I personally, not, I don't like his music. It's not about. Like, can I tell you something? It's not about prejudice, right? You I talked feel like about. You no, listen. You talked about someone who is holistically great, right? No, someone no, hold on. Holi- we no, are, no, no, we are no, trying no, no, to listen. check the boxes. You, I asked, yes, I, right? I asked what attribute yes. is a pioneer. Mm. So let's take pioneer, focus and on he, it. If he does or he doesn't check that box, 
Fine. Then we move on to the next attribute. That's what I'm trying to get okay. at. I, I, I don't think that he, he pioneered anything. I think he rode a certain wave at a time Which where wave? it was, was very no good. wave, though. There was a wave, a wave of entity, these boy groups that came out and and were rapping and and the the Bongani group. No, 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 no. Listen to me. Listen yeah. to me. He rode that wave to a point where all these other people, when they decided they don't want to continue with the music, he was ahead because he had that wave to ride on. But where does I, entity and all those when Squatter Camp went like this? Mm. Your your Dele, what what boy band was that? The hey, Africa, group? what something? Hey, Dalles and them and Ishmael. And yes, you're not you're not you. Yes, with Bongani. When Squatter Camp yeah. was 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 declining, those little kids with their bubble and their bubblegum hip hop, their little Wayne hip hop started coming and the dance moves and the, and the, so, what Dalles are pioneers of that? That's what I'm trying to say. You know, um, Bokuli Chana came from Morafi. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Kulichana bid his time. He said, "Okay, cool. Mulimi, you want to go farm? Uh, <laughs> the rest of you guys, we are getting older. Let's see what we can do." And then he also decided, "You know what? I'm going to stick with this, so we can still. Co- I, I was still considered a pioneer of the last ten years, for example, mm. last ten, twelve years. Mm. And I would include AKA in that as well, because when people were not really looking at hip hop in that sense." He still continued. I mean, I don't think he was making bubblegum hip hop, for example. He was writing bars and lyrics. Mm. He had very strong features on his first on his debut album. He was still a strong artist, mm. right? Now here we are at a at a toss up. I don't know. Nalid tiebreaker. Even, when it comes I to pioneer. Like to guys, it was in Africa, it was Josie. Hey, before this. Like, Josie, yeah, Josie. Yeah. Josie Motherland, yes. they had yeah, the album yes, called Motherland. Yes, yeah, yeah. yes Motherland. <laughs> hey, Africa, guys, Motherland, same thing. Um, hey, Africa, Motherland. Mm. So when it comes to pioneer, I would I would say I would also have he has agree. a case. I don't huh? want to, but I have to agree. You don't want to, but I don't want to, but I have to. It wasn't bubblegum. I have to agree. It wasn't. I mean, it wasn't bubblegum. I have to agree. It wasn't bubblegum hip hop, right? Like today, I can still listen to AKA's first album. Yeah. There's some gems on there. Ah, I can also. Now, what else? What else can we look at? I mean, what else can we look at to say, what is a great artist? You know. Can we also say longevity? Yeah. Because I feel like he's lasted more than a lot of them. A lot, yeah. a lot of people, yeah. That no, he's had longevity and Hashem because wow, Foster, wow, he just pushed, even he in that first thing, doesn't matter. Yeah, he no, still I'm, remains. Saying, I'm not disagreeing, yes, I'm not disagreeing. People with you. married to his song, yeah, exactly. People wow, Foster, to his so songs. therefore, longevity. <laughs> so he's still in the game, he's still in the game, right? I, I don't like his music, mm. it's too much for me, know. but. He's still in the I game. Don't know, guys. So it's it's too not. Yeah, so we're going. <laughs> it's too not. But I mean, no, you keeping score. No, because I, I want I want us to get to a point where we objectively look at things. Yeah. Right? I, I, like I, I don't want to. I, I I don't know him as a person. No, I don't know him as a person. He doesn't come across as a as a nice person. I don't know. Like I don't know him, for example, right? Of course. But I'd like to look at him objectively and say, does he? I mean, he could be trolling us. 
fair enough mm. but one day we're gonna have to have this conversation mm. anyway mm. you know look like people well, like we not, do yeah. i'm not disagreeing with the fact that he has done great things i'm not disagreeing with Mu- that in music music yes in music in music that i mean that's what we're talking about yeah. i'm not disagreeing with that but at the same time i don't think that he himself can now all of a sudden pronounce the fact that he is the greatest hip-hop artist in south africa of all time oh that's who he what, thinks what like if we're looking at the edit objectively what legacy has he has he pulled up behind him he has not he has not been able to do that what he's been able to do was make music for himself right and yeah. and i'm i'm purely speaking on on aka the artist he's made okay music so the third himself. point will be legacy he's, right so we've done pioneer we've done longevity so legacy right Mm. So in terms of his legacy, we are like, eh, okay. Because Stogie, we can argue, with Motif Records, you know, he's he's put on a lot of people, mm. right? Through Motif, for example. Mm. Um, your reasons, etc. Mm, mm. But can we say the same for AKA? No, we can't. We can't? No. I, 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 I have not seen anything that can can say that he's built a leg he's built a legacy for him for himself yes because we know him we know his music he's all over twitter and all of that and he's all in our faces and all these other things but other than that i have not seen anything that he has done where you know it's it's like you say some brought in and sustained artists you know for the purposes of moving on because i'm just like that's enough time on aka (laughs) (laughs) that's all the legacy we're gonna give him right now that's it but it's it's a nice it's a nice fling onto you know people who we consider to be african giants like you guys mentioned miriam akeba fella kuti um and in that same breath when we're talking about you know what constitutes who we think are great artists or you know mm. african legends before legendary uh, african yeah. giants before you know other people call themselves african giants but you know who are, tab- who are, who are the kind of people that you guys would consider as african giants and and why well you've mentioned of course uh miriam and fella i feel like fella is such a giant even like he's 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 giantness is, is just outliving everything you know he is one of the most um referred to artists in songs across he, the board across the board mm. across the board mm. um he introduced an african like Afrobeat. a very authentically african sound mm. and i mean he used to travel with like a ridiculous amount of musicians yeah. like 20 something people mm. in his band mm. you know what i'm saying mm. and and his live shows and and music are just so amazing mm. i think he's one of the most uh, legendary artists that we have here mm. on in africa mm-hmm. to bring it home 
Um, I think someone like Brenda Fassi broke the mold mm. for what was, you know, little South apartheid South Africa. Mm. Because she she was known throughout Africa. Mm. Like her shows across Africa were even bigger than some of the shows she would have here. Mm. Brenda would get mobbed at airports mm. because people were waiting for her, you mm. know, and waiting to, to, to see her perform. Um so yeah, for me I think she stands out quite a lot um in South Africa in terms of being a legend and and doing things that you know were out of the norm yeah i'd say lucky dube um oh yeah i think especially when you look at the climate of late late 80s 90s he also was one of those people who could pack a stadium. Mm. Yeah. Mm. For an African guy doing music, reggae music. Timeless music. Mm. Um, I think he, he brought reggae closer to us in terms of Southern Africa. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he made it fashionable, if I can put it that way. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah. Lucky Duba, man. I would say um, groups like Blacksmith, Black Mambazo. Um, I would say people like Johnny Clegg. I would say people like Dorothy Masuga. I would say definitely people like Hugh Masigela, Miriam Makeba, Sipo Hotsticks Mabuse. I would say Fela Kuti because I love also how his legacy is not only with him, but as filtered through his kids. You know, so there mm. is no stopping the Fela legacy. It's like literally still continuing. I mean, you have people like Femi Kuti, yeah. people like Sean Kuti, Sean Kuti. And I mean, those guys are doing like amazing things. And just like, um, like, see, like for me as well, like when I, when I think about artists, in, artists from that time, um, and I think about how for them it was even more, like music for them was a way of reporting like what's happening in society yeah. it was more than just yeah. like oh this is feel good music let's you know let's do this thing and whatever but it was yeah. like we are going to make you know like reports on what's happening in society politically culturally yeah. traditionally um we are going to risk our For lives the world doing to, it yeah. because they yeah. found an avenue to do that um we're gonna risk i mean because when you look at Bella kuti i mean the nigerian government was has done been trying to kill that was done trying to kill that guy you know yeah. they would attack him every chance they got you know you know go and you know attack his wives attack his family and whatever you know just yeah. trying to like shut his mouth and everything and you know just for his voice to persevere through all of that for me i'm just like yo um and like when i look at people like maria uh, miriam Makeba and you know the influence that she had you know not only at home but i think she had even more influence um, you know, in the West abroad, and you know, yeah. I mean, you see, like she had influences on Nina Simone. I mean, those are like those are giants, and Nina Simone. Yeah. Um, she had influences on Maya Angelou, and then they were all like part of a squad with Hugh Masekela and them. And those guys were hanging around with mm. the Smokey Carmichael's and everything, and just seeing that, like you know, just the relationship that they had with the civil rights movement and how that translated because we were going through our own struggles in Africa, and you know just how they were you know fighting the fight uh, you know of you know 
the African or the like the the average person like through their music and like I said risking it all and I like the fact that you know artists from back then like I said it wasn't only just about the music I mean these are artists who would like you know they were involved with people in who were writing you know authors yeah. and um, you know actors and actresses like everything just used to meld into one or the other so it wasn't one, just yeah. one narrative like these people this was a massive movement massive fights um, against oppression and stuff like that and like I'm saying it like was like a a conglomerate so it wasn't just like okay so it's the music people just doing this or it's the authors that are just doing this or I mean these people were like working in tandem working so together, I really appreciate yeah. the fact that their legacies is not even um, you know like it's 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 not a once-off. They're all kind of interrelated. You go and you look for you know information on Mary Makeba. You are there and you bump into all these other people that she was affiliated with because, like I'm saying, these people are like working in tandem. So mm. I really appreciate that, um, you know, and um, I appreciate Angelique Kujo as well. I have yeah. your Salif Caters and Salif Caters and them. I mean, yeah. those were African giants in their rights, and uh, you know, like I'm saying, where it's not even. Like in Africa alone, these are people across the board, like their music is referenced, you know, globally. So, mm. I mean, it's... Now, are we doing enough as African children to keep educating people about these giants? Are we, do we even educate our own kids here back home about these giants? Do they know how big of an impact your Lucky Dubas had and your Sipo Hot Sticks and your Chicos, do they know how big of an impact they had on apartheid South Africa and communicating exactly the hardships that black people were, were going through? I don't think so. <laughs> I don't think we fully appreciate it. Um, you know, I, I don't think we fully appreciate it. And, and I'll, I'll tell you why. From my personal experience, I mean, I know who these people were at home and, you know, what they meant to me when I then caught on to them and started listening to them. But, like, the wealth of the information on these people and the things that they did, like I said, is through the narrative of the global scene. Um, it's through the narrative of all these other big people from the, from the West, from America, from England. It's not from us. Mm. So, like, I, d I don't think we fully appreciate... I, they, we definitely didn't fully, fully appreciate them when they were still alive. Um, it's just sad that Absolutely. they become African giants well after they did. And you, then we then want to speak about them, want to sample their music, we want to do all of this. But it's like, while these people are still alive, do we fully value what we have? I mean, it's like the other conversation we had uh, the other Friday where, you know, you guys were talking about, like, you know, this effort to protect you know um our, our the the value in the artists that we have you know before yeah. we lose them um or they yeah. die down and everything but it's it's i feel like it's exactly that yeah we it's tough because the only way people live forever for example especially mus musicians is slightly easier if you're great at what you do your music you live forever we'll through your music mm. if you're an athlete you live forever through stories people tell, mm. footage that was captured, mm. um, and and obviously memorabilia relating to you as a person. Mm. And mm. what I think in sports is slightly easier because if you're really great at what you do, uh, what the culture that you see is. I mean, let's take football for example in Europe. 
if you're really great they'll name a stadium after you mm. for example yeah if you uh, if 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 there were more people who were great they'll name a stand after you yeah. you know mm. uh, they'll put a statue of of you outside the stadium yeah. you know those kinds of things they'll sing songs about you yeah. um mm. as musicians is tough because especially when you look when you look when you look locally you would think with the wealth of music that we had 80s 90s we would have institutions that continue those people's legacies mm. yeah not a statue i'm talking about institutions yeah. right yeah that yeah. that home what those people were about yeah. mm that um manifest what those people wanted to see mm. so for example if you have lucky dube who was singing about freedom and yes. liberation yes. Mm. should we not have a school that is dedicated to lucky dube yeah that continues that sort of legacy yeah. not a music school it yeah. doesn't have to be like a music mm. school but mm. it has to do with mm. like a a a, a, a history school whatever mm. i don't know what you want to call it mm. but something mm. you know a structure mm. a building something that is tangible that we can that we can continue to see and talk about um to continue that person's legacy for example isn't it like the, the there's no theater i mean you, you there's jobek theater yeah. for example why is it not called John Kani theater Gibson Kente oh there's the state theater in Pretoria what yeah what why is it why is it yeah. you know yeah. state theater state theater what like what you know there's the baxter mm. theater i'm sure baxter is a real person mm. you know um there is um the one in in in, in orange grove what is it called oh man it slips my mind now on louis porter there on louis porter avenue but anyway it's victory, neither here nor victory, what, victory theater victory i think mm. it's victory theater yeah. yeah you know like take those institutions name them after people mm. in, yeah. in new york there's the, the ed sullivan theater ed sullivan is a human being mm. who lived and, yes. and did this thing they they made a thing after him mm. you know um the same way we do with politicians uh, that, that, that for away. me should 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 be we a should norm, do with musicians for example yeah you know like the what we have uh, what's this thing um by opposite Goldree Center what is it where you, uh, apartheid is it not apartheid honestly apartheid that way you go and you literally see the history of apartheid and like what happened yeah in Soweto yeah exactly like mm. we should have something like that for arts and culture i don't understand why we don't have like and like i'm saying they pushed like the fight you know and like them yeah. having to go abroad and like really support and like guys how do we do this and whatever and the subliminal messages that were passed through you know us and like i'm saying we can't even when we talk about music from them we can't even we can't isolate like the authors and the people that were writing in in their time you know um and mm. all the other people and the other like art facets and stuff like that but it's like we should have something like that where you are actually able to take a walk through this kind of journey and like see these people see their lives i mean and it's like what you're saying as well that you know we can't then have sabc documentaries of human sekela just died a couple of years ago like this dude was there like mm. where are the documentaries documenting this person's this whole life time. and legacy and this whatever whole time. and you know you have these mm. amazing documentaries uh, uh, on nina simone and uh you know the um 
Ah, man, the Miles Davises and, you know, all these people, all these huge people. And we don't have them of our own. We don't have that of our own artists. You know, it's like these no. things are catalogued and documented and in a very good way. Not in just like a passing kind of 30 minute kind of documentary, but like something where, you know, you literally just like, mm. oh, my gosh, where you have so much more value of, you know, what this person was and who this person, you know, was and stuff like that. So, I mean, I think it's such a shame. And I really think that that's where we really need to uh, we need to work on that. I just don't understand why we don't we don't have that. It's crazy. I mean, New I York has um, Juilliard. Yes. It's named after a, a textile merchant. Like, so you can understand you are going to a specific school that continues to live this person's legacy. Yeah. You know. Um, yeah, man. It's insane. Look, I think that. Our legends should be part of music curriculum the same way in the Western world we are taught their their legends curriculum. You know what I'm saying? I as far as I know, there isn't a South African standard that is taught in a music course in this country. As far as I know. We learn about we if you are going to be classically trained, you will learn about classical artists from overseas if you're going to be trained in jazz you will learn about jazz artists from overseas if you're going to be trained in opera you're going to learn about opera singers uh, from overseas but we have jazz musicians we have classic pianists we have you know uh, opera singers who are from here who we should be saying you know if you if you want to walk in this lane know that there are people who look like you who came before you who did all of these things you know we shouldn't just yeah we shouldn't just be uh teaching our children about artists from overseas only and then we say no we leave them to to sort of become legends on their own Mm. they need to know that they are these they need to study these legends they need to see what these legends did right what these legends did wrong the same way they study all of these other people from the western world mm. um and i think we are really lacking in that and that makes us fall far behind because in that way there's no continuum there's no continuum for us mm. we get to a certain point we know the artist they die they die and then it's like oh shame okay and that's it you know um i definitely think our ministry of arts and culture is not doing justice to a lot of these uh, people who are legendary they could they could be doing a whole lot more like like you were saying name buildings after these people um make sure that they are monuments to these people make sure that people get educated about these artists so that we don't lose that legacy especially here in south africa yeah the city of Joburg needs to start with baseline and uh, yes because that was the hub of Africanness. Yeah. African. Yeah. 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 The city needs to buy back if it doesn't own the property. It needs need to, to run back, under the city's mm. uh, uh, arts and culture department. Um, because now you have a bust of um, Brenda Fassi outside there, the microphone. I'm sure that that, that thing. If it's still there, for example. If it's still there. Mm. You know, that whole walkway 
it should be pristine it should be like oh snap i'm going to mm. baseline mm. 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 i'm in a precinct mm. where i'm able to appreciate music and i mean that's the point of cultural precincts is it not yeah you are supposed yeah. to walk down there and be like wow i feel like i am walking in the shadow of all of these yeah. giants yeah and i mean guys, guys john can is still alive like and for me it's and like still yes, making this, and th- this dude and th- the thing i was saying is that like I, I remember even when you guys were like talking about you know i have african giant being burner boys you know first big album and for me it's like john Kanye was big before black panther like he didn't Come become on. big because of black panther or mom kitty and them didn't become big because of black panther these are huge mm. artists that we just failed yeah. to recognize as a country and i think also because then we just push them into these like you know you know bold and the beautiful uh soap soapies where and then for us we kind of minimize their artistry but i mean these are huge artists like these guys mm. they don't mess around this is like an art form for them so for me it's like, it's just super crazy and just like while well, these people are still alive guys let's pay homage to who they are and they and if we channel you know their um artistry in the right way that's where you have like then the young people that come up after them because we have institutions or you know programs that are you know um galvanized towards that where it's like okay now teach the next person you know yeah. what what you did or how you got where you go you know like let's pass on pass on the skills and let's not let them die out you know we've got such we have the most amazing art and the west keeps coming to africa to constantly yes. come and get references to constantly come and pick at our stuff and then they go and they become you know the hostess with the mostess with our stuff and then mm. we are going and we're buying back you know the things and it's like what is and it's already like filtered and it's watered down and it doesn't mean what it meant before it left mm. so for me it's just like like let's not let our our skills and our artistry and our art forms like die down like the the mm. the, the the actresses the actors the theater the dancers the music yes. um you know just like our uh, our paintings our illustrations our, let's you know mam esther and then we can't it yeah. can't be that they're big when they've then hit the west western world and then they come back and then the western world sells them back to us and it's back like but us, these yeah. people around the corner guys i can just drive to this place and this person is there um it's just such a sad thing to me but yeah so which leads me to my other question why do they die broke because i just don't understand contracts uh, contracts back then were not favorable to the artist um, Wel- welcome guys to activist podcast. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yo, hey, we're busy here. Uh, please sign the petition below if you'd like to support a local artist. Because uh, now we are going to hit the streets very soon. Listen, That's our we are mandate marching, in we are life. galvanizing. We are organizing. African art matters. African, African art matters. Hashtag. Catch us at the street corner near you. <laughs> and if, like if we go broke, hey man. hey man, it's the life we chose. <laughs> yeah, sorry guys, I didn't mean to take the show. Yeah, no, you took us there, uh, offering uh, yeah, to Slovo no. Drive. Yo, hey guys, it's Friday. No. Guys, come on. Lekas, lekas. No, it, it, it is Friday. It is Friday. Eh. Uh, is that it? 
You have the right to remain silent. You have the right to remain silent. You have the right to remain silent.